<laughs> hey y'all and welcome to another episode of Faith and Friends. Y'all, I'm really, really, really pumped because today we're hanging out with Coffee with Rach. And this girl is one of the most authentic people I think I've ever met, even though we haven't really like met in person, but I just feel like we're already besties because praise Jesus for the internet and for FaceTime. And when I think of this girl, I think of 1 Corinthians 10 31, which says, you know, whatever you do, if you eat or drink, whatever you do, may it be to the glory of the Lord. And this girl, through social media and captures that and just with every post, every authentic word. Oh, she's just amazing. So we're going to hang out with Rachel. Hey girl. Hi. How Hi, are you hi. doing? I'm good. I'm super tired. I had a crazy dream last night and oh no. Doing great. And it's a beautiful day. It's 70 degrees in California. Oh, dang. That's what I'm talking yeah. about for April. Beautiful. Uh, so beautiful. Yes just like you girl <laughs> you just put out a book an ebook i did i did i did <laughs> that's so incredible how long did it take you to write it honestly i wrote my story in about one day and then i like took probably a month off of writing it and then the lord put it on my heart especially with all this quarantine time and i wrote it within like 4 days and cuz he's wow. like you need to get this out ASAP because people need it in this time. And so I worked on it day and night for like four days. Oh, so. that's incredible. And it's really good. And I know that like, so God breathes because of everything that's in there, but it's also really cute. Like, thanks. Girl. <gasps> um, I, I so wish that I could take credit for that because um, it is cute and it's beautiful, but my best friend actually completely stepping out in faith and um, she's actually starting her own business of web design and branding and everything like that. And so it's really cool because she gets to support me through making my books and I get to support her in her like web design and branding and just design in general. And so it's really sweet. Oh, that is so sweet. Like friendships are so amazing number one but to have someone that you can walk alongside and do ministry with and just support like girl that like means the world doesn't it? Yes. And it's, it's so cool. It's, it's just really sweet. Oh yeah, for sure. I literally love that so much. Tell your bestie that I love her because she's just so incredibly talented <laughs> because wow. So everyone yeah. needs to, to go look at Rachel's book because it's incredible. And within there, you talk about literally everything that has to do with social media. And so could you like tell Faith and Friends a little bit about how, how your social media journey really started? Yeah. So Basically, it was like my freshman or sophomore year of high school that like Instagram became a thing mm -hmm. because it was all Facebook. And then like we transformed into Instagram. It was like the cool thing. It like literally there wasn't even DMs that you could <laughs> like you couldn't even DM someone if you wanted to like slide into someone's DMs. It would like be sliding into someone's like old picture and be like, hey, text me. <laughs> and um, so that's how old I am in that. But basically, just like went through some old, like my own personal issues with like my identity and everything. And as every high schooler does, so I would then like turn to Instagram almost as like a drug in the way of like getting my next hit of like posting like a revealing photo and then waiting for the attention to come. And 
getting like the guy's attention and like all the likes and everything. And so I was fully enthralled with all of like the affirmation that can come from social media. And then, um, cause I really didn't know the Lord. I believed in the Lord, but I didn't know what like a relationship with him looked like and mm-hmm. why he was important to our life. And yeah. then as time goes on, I went on a mission trip with this big church and I was like, oh my gosh, like these people accept me. I want to like start getting involved with church. Long story short, would still use Instagram as like a drug and would then post Bible verses and things for people to look at me as if I'm like some amazing Christian. And then, but still like posting things for my own self instead of the Lord. Mm -hmm. And um, just like throughout like the next few years, just like really learning like what my identity looks like through that place of knowing where my worth and my identity comes from automatically shifted the way that I viewed social media because I wasn't going to social media for my identity anymore. Hmm. So kind of a vague story, but. No, it's so good. And you go into detail more in your book. So everyone needs to, to read your ebook about that. And so you took a break from social media for, I don't know, how long was that? I think it was 2017, I believe. I took like a month break because I felt like the Lord was nudging me to do that. And when I came back, I believe somewhere in Ephesians, it talks about he graces us for our calling. Mm-hmm. and for what he has put before us and so i took that break off of social media and when i went back on it was like this supernatural thing of like i have never once struggled with comparison with identity with value i don't i genuinely don't care about likes or comments or whatever yeah and i really believe that he that was the start of him gracing me for what he wants me to use my platform for so he's just gracing me And I'm just like walking in his grace, which is so sweet. You use social media so beautifully. And I don't even know how I found your account or whatever, but it was obviously the Lord because what I found, I think I found your Twitter first. Everything that you were posting was just straight fire. Like fire is the only thing that I think can like come against how beautiful it is because it's just, you bring the heat and it's just so honest, so vulnerable and so real. And you're not afraid to say things that I feel like a lot of other people are Um, kind of walking on eggshells to say when it comes to just Christianity and sexual sin and social media, everything, literally, you just tackle it with scripture and you have your armor, like Ephesians 6 says, and you just go for it. And that's something that I just really admire about you. And the one word that literally comes to mind when I think of Rachel is authentic. Like you're just so authentic. And I think everyone that follows you and all y'all need to go follow her at coffee, (laughs) coffee with Rach. Um, but truly, every word is just so, so specific. And that's something that even in our first conversation we had together over FaceTime, you were like, just give me a minute. You're like, Georgia, my words just, they mean so much. And that's so true. Like, literally, that's what it says in James. It's like, watch your words, like tame your tongue. And so I just like really have a lot of respect for you. Like, I really do. Mm-hmm. And so when it comes to social media, Rachel, oh, you got your coffee, don't you? This is coffee I do. with rage. Oh, yes. It's coffee with rage. Y'all, she does have her little coffee. What's on the menu this morning? Just some basic brewed coffee with a really yummy vanilla almond milk creamer. My Just feeling something sweet. Yes. Something my sweet. Yes. Girl, I got my water. I already finished my coffee. So darn, there's that. But when it comes to social media, how do you honor the Lord? I mean, there's so many things, but... I think the first thing that comes to mind is just, I don't 
with all the, ins- I mean, we all have insecurities. We all have lies mm-hmm. that we believe about ourselves. I don't take those insecurities and those lies and I don't put those on social media. I don't place my lack on social media and hope for social media to fulfill that lack. Mm. I go to the Lord for that. And how I honor the Lord in that is I take the insecurity and I take the lack and then I mix it with what the Lord says about it. And I'm transparent on social media and being like, hey, like I feel this, but this is what the word says. So this is who I am. And so it's almost like walking in the opposite spirit. I don't even know how to put it, but like just really being obedient to following what the word says, just like Romans 12, 2 says of we're transformed by the renewal of our mind so that we can discern what is good or bad or what is of God and what is not. And so just really being in the word and allowing from that place of the knowledge of what truth is and who God says I am because of who he is dictate who I am. And then I like to share about that on Instagram in a place Mm -hmm. that we like to mask everything about ourselves on social media. Yeah. No, girl, that's so good. And that's literally what you said in your book is you said, in knowing the ways of the world and knowing the ways of God, you'll be able to discern how you should behave publicly on social media. In the end, you know that you don't just represent you, you represent God. So that's really good. And you talk about masks a lot in the book, which I love because I think that's something that people and culture, everyone on the internet is just so used to. I think that we're forgetting that it is a mask. People always say, you know, show me your highlight reel, but they won't show you your journal. But I, I love that you bring that to light because there is a lot of darkness in the mask. Mm -hmm. Man, it was so interesting when I, like, before I was writing the book, it was just like the word mask and masking was just like on my heart and I could not shake it. When I see a mask, I just like envision this scary clown mask and we're (laughs) trying to like cover so much of our ugliness and our brokenness and our weaknesses behind that mask and try and making that mask beautiful. Mm -hmm. But the Lord has made us in his image. So we're already beautiful with those weaknesses because that's when Christ is strengthened. So when we try and put up a mask that can look like the world, it's actually ugly because it's not glorifying to him at all. That mask is actually a barrier, a stumbling block for him to get the glory. Mm. Wow! And it's a shame. Like it really is a shame. And with every good thing, like there has to be a boundary to it. And that's something that I love is like, you can take off the mask and you can be as honest and vulnerable as like you're supposed to be. But there's also a beautiful boundary that the Lord has given us to your, to your vulnerability and to your honesty. Like there's a limit to what you should share on and off the screen. And, you know, um, when it talks about guard your heart. So we're supposed to guard our heart because everything flows from our heart. And so if we're not guarding the most vulnerable thing in our core, Like everything else is going to flow from that. And if we have a mask over our heart, well, hello, like, yeah, that's not good. But if you also have everything exposed in the open without, you know, some armor, you're also going to get hurt. And so when it comes to boundaries and just boundaries on and off the screen, um, I love that Joel and Tiffany, your amazing pals shared Mm -hmm. their boundaries, but what are your boundaries when it comes to sharing and not sharing? Yeah. Um, So there's certain things that I just won't share. And I think everyone's discernment and boundaries are different. And that's why in the book, 
I will never, I'll give you suggestions on boundaries, but I'll never tell you what your boundaries should be because it's ultimately going to be different for everyone because we're all in different stages. But for me, I don't talk about my family mm-hmm. um, just out of honor for them. I don't talk about anything that I haven't talked to the Lord about first. Mm-hmm. So, and then also I don't talk about anything that I haven't necessarily quote unquote overcome yet. Just like, for instance, like with sexual sin, I won't talk about it if I'm in a place of like still struggling because that's hypocrisy. And I truly believe that when when we're walking in them from sin with the Holy Spirit and with Jesus's help and the word and everything like that, we have so much more authority in that area because we have seen how Jesus will help us in that struggle and in that weakness so that he's glorified even more so. But if we haven't found freedom and we haven't walked in self-control over that, then we're not going to have as much authority because we're being hypocrites about it. And, you know, there's so much grace for all of that, of course, but at the same time, like something that's really a sweet thing that the Lord always tells me. And actually, I think we talked about this on our first FaceTime call is that like, God cares so much more about me than my ministry. And so leaving space for the secret place with the Lord versus my like online journal. (laughs) that everyone can read. That is really good. And that's something I think for me in this season that I'm learning so much is like, it doesn't matter what I do. It doesn't matter where I am. It just matters whose I am. And like my secret place with the Lord has just become so strong in this season because like all the distractions of the world have just been taken away from me. Like, yes, I'm still doing school and like you are too. And like we get to do all these fun things on and off the screen, but it just comes down to the heart of who he says we are and who are we going to find ourselves in him? Like, who are we to try to act like we have it all together and act like we've been in control all this time? Because we aren't like truly. And I think if anything, that's been the most sweet thing to just come to terms with is like, hey, like I don't have it together. Like, this wasn't even mine to begin with. Our time on the screen should be like this big compared to, you know, our, just our walk off the screen. And I think that's something to always keep in check is like, are you, are you posting more? Are you sharing more than you're sharing with the Lord in your journal? Because that's something that can be, can be really dangerous if, you know. Yeah. Oh yeah, totally. And I think another thing is like another tangible thing that I do is like if I because we all take pictures with our friends and like oh you take a picture of me against this like really cute wall um I will never post like that picture of me the same day that I take it because like what is the rush of me posting that like why am I so eager to post that Mm. and not of course like judging other people that do but at the same time like ask yourself and ask your heart like well why did I feel the need to post that picture like ASAP. Mm-hmm. So that's like on the more tangible side of things. But yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like I have so many boundaries with Instagram because just like you said, everything flows out of our heart. And also like regarding like mean messages I get, I will not respond if I'm feeling a certain way, if I'm feeling sad about it, if I'm feeling angry or anxious, mm-hmm. I will not respond out of that place. And that comes with self-control and taming the tongue. And yeah because it's not going to be fruitful. It's not Mm -mm. honoring, you know. I don't know. I feel like I could go on forever about boundaries. but No, that's so good. Boundaries are so beautiful. They are. Yeah, I don't know. I just think, like, people often ask, like, what are your boundaries? What boundaries should I take? And it's like, well, ultimately, it's going to be different for each person because of our our own personal walk. But 
Mm-hmm. Ultimately, we have to just ask our heart, like, what is honoring God? What is a stumbling block? Um, how is social media a stumbling block for our relationship with God? What do we need to do in order for that not to be a thing? If you think, oh, these boundaries are too intense, well, that's probably good because, <laughs> like, we need that. Like, we're humans that gravitate towards extremes. If we don't make extreme boundaries, then compromise will slowly creep in. Something that you even posted about this morning that I saw, and I like it's about relationships, but it totally carries over to this. It's just, you know, people will say, I think it was dating tip number four. I don't remember, but just how far is too far? And Mm -hmm. I'm really bad at quoting, so you're going to have to help me. But you basically, (laughs) you basically said something like, why are we trying to go as far as we can when, okay, you're just going to have to tell me I'm just not good at quoting. (laughs) Okay. So actually, I'm just going to read it. Um, do, yeah. So uh, we need to stop with the quote, how too far is too far, but instead ask, how can we honor God the most with our sacrifice? Love one another, don't lust after one another. Mm, that's good. And I, I truly think the same thing could be with Instagram. Like, well, how far can I go? Like how, no, like just flee from temptation and Mm -hmm. don't try and get to the line as close as you can and I think even the same thing with don't lust after it because lust doesn't just have to be like within like physical or sexual it can actually be with anything like we can lust after anything we can lust after food we can lust after any idol we put in our life Mm -hmm. don't lust after social media but instead love it and love what God can use through it you know That's really good. And that was something in your book, Joel said it was the golden calf of our generation. And that like hit. I was like, Joel, I was like, oh my gosh. I was like, just call it out like it is. Okay. That was so good. Oh man. His was so good. Something else you said was put what God has put on your heart, not what other people just want to see or hear, which that was really good too, girl. And that's another thing of like masking in itself. Why, like, why are you trying to like blend in? Mm. with everyone else and then there's also like that thing of if you're a worship leader and you're like I want to start putting my singing videos on Instagram there's that lie of like oh there's just so many like mine isn't relevant like Mm. oh like my skill isn't that amazing and even like there's so much shame about I've actually been talking to a a guy friend of mine he's like I want to be a writer but like there's shame around it because like who are you trying to be and like all these same things that I had experienced myself when I was starting this account and this ministry and people are like who are you trying to be Rachel and I'm like trying to be who God made me to be and pursue Mm -hmm. the passion that he's put on my heart but like being a blogger or doing something on social media with the gifts and the, the wisdom that God's given you there's so much shame of like well like why are you trying to be an influencer why are you trying to do this and it's like well no like doing what God has put on my heart I don't know I don't even know if that correlates with everything but yeah it's a sad thing that we're kind of like shamed into not pursuing what God has put on our heart because like social media. No, like I've felt that before too. Like I'll open my phone, like especially during the beginning of this quarantine, I was looking at all my friends that are just amazing that are just doing all these incredible things for the kingdom. And I was like, well, they've got it. I don't, I don't need to post or I don't need to do what I'm doing because it's, it's not as good as it's not to the quality or whatever that is. And that's just the lies of the enemy. And it's so crazy how we can believe that girl in your book, this actually like legit had me like, I stopped what I was like doing. So I was reading your book and 
it got to this part where you said that you really keep down kind of who you follow. You're like, mm-hmm. I want to make my feed the way that I create it. And then I think Joel or Tiffany, one of them said something about if we have to have a follow on a social media account to keep a friendship together, then it's not really a friendship to begin with. And I was like, that's really good. Because we've grown up in this social media age. Like you go to school with people. Oh, we follow each other on Instagram. Like just the whole thing. You go to college, you meet people wherever you are. Like that's just kind of how you keep up with people in society. But why are we amounting that to a friendship? Like number one, that's just wild if you think about it for long enough. But that was something you you keep you keep your your follows down because you want your feed to be the things that you need to be looking at the things you need to be reading and so literally i think i finished that sentence and i picked up my phone rachel and i literally was like okay time to let go and i did i had followed a few people you know this is horrible to feel but rachel i felt bad hmm. you know at first yeah. i was like why like i want them to know that I love them. And then I was like, dang, if I think, and if they think that I don't love them because I unfollowed him, that's not real love. Yeah, it's true. It's 100% true. Romans, I believe Romans 12. I say it in the book, but it says outdo each other in showing brotherly affection and outdo each other in showing honor. Hmm. And my biggest, I think, realization with like unfollowing people and everything is that if they don't respect my boundaries and if they don't respect what I need to do in order to pursue Jesus they were never for me in the first place Mm. they weren't loving me in the first place because I why do I always forget we've had this conversation that the love (laughs) is in first Corinthians 10 or 13 13 okay yeah I don't know why I forget that it's okay First Corinthians thirteen five. It's love does not insist on its own way, mm. and so putting that together with the outdoing each other and showing honor, it's people were never like people aren't honoring you if they are not wanting the best for you. Yeah, and one of the biggest things that made me realize all of this is that the Lord put on my heart probably almost a year ago, maybe to unfollow most of the guys that I followed on Instagram. And so when I, I didn't follow a whole lot of guys in the first place, but I messaged the ones that I did. And I was like, I'm, I would message them because we were like friends. And I was like, hey, just to let you know, like the Lord is like taking me deeper in this season. And I feel like I am like, he's calling me to unfollow the guys just to fully purify, purify my heart. Mm. And, um, and just like what I see and like, certain things are like triggering and everything like that and it was so fascinating because some of the guys responded amazing and they're like I really honor you for your like obedience to the Lord and then some of the guys literally unfollowed me and we're not friends anymore and I was like this like I should not like think about how selfish it is for someone to put that on you and to make you feel guilty for doing something that you're running after the Lord for and to make you feel guilty and then compromise that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's not love. I've lost so many, fr- I'm not so many, but like a handful of friends through like having to unfollow them to cultivate my social media so that it's not toxic to me. And they're like, like, I can't believe you did that. And I was like, 
that was their heart intention this whole time in our friendship. And I'm glad that I got to see that because they were never on my side. And like the Lord was just pruning me and pruning my ministry by taking off the branches, the dead branches and the branches that were never going to bear fruit for me. That's literally what came to my mind was John 15 was the pruning. and, And that's something within John 15 abide is my word this year. So like really just, mm, we love, I've been just talking about that a lot. So John 15 has just been on the forefront of my mind. But one thing I find interesting within that scripture is it says he prunes every branch. So even those ones that are producing fruit, like he'll take you through seasons of just kind of pruning the good and the bad off. And so sometimes that's through an unfollow. Sometimes that's through a, a tough conversation. I don't even know. You just, you name it, it'll happen. But the ones that you know are from the Lord will stay together. That's something my friend Emma always says. She says, the Lord will always keep the people together that he needs together. And that is just stand true. Like throughout these seasons, it's like people have come and gone, but the ones that are chasing him, huh? It's funny how those are the friendships, you know, that continue to grow and you wonder why. And you're like, oh, because we have the same foundation and the same goal. So we are able to do part B together from A to C. We can run and just be a part of the blessing that it is to be the body of Christ. That is just so beautiful. And that's something for me with, I've followed a few people and I got a few messages and I felt kind of awkward to be honest, but I thought of you, honestly, I was like, how would Rachel handle this? I'm not going to mask it and say, oh, my Instagram messed up and I accidentally (laughs) unfollowed some people. Oops, sorry. But I was honest. I was like, I'm struggling with comparison and body issues. And I just can't be seeing the things that you're posting. I love you, but for me to love you, I have to unfollow you. And, and that's also really hard because if the other person on the other end of that conversation is feeling insecure about themselves and that's why they're posting that in the first place, like Mm. it's just, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. But for me, I just can't be seeing, be seeing, you know, you know, skinny minis and, and bikinis. I just, I just can't, I just been learning and you have just allowed me to think a lot clearer about these things. So thank you, girl. You're just so cool. (laughs) Thank you. That's actually like something that I really, really, I think enjoy about my book is that I don't downright tell you what to think. I give you the questions and the equipment for you to go to Jesus and be like, okay, God, like, how should we do this together? Because yeah, I'm not your God. I'm not like the one who, who, who makes the shots, you know, yeah. but I want you to feel the conviction and the nudging to go to the Father and ask those questions for yourself so that you can have deeper intimacy with Him. Well, you do just that, girl. You open up the scripture (laughs) to be able to say, hey, like, this is the truth. You take it and you run with it because it's evident that you're running with it, but you can't run our race for us like it talks about in Hebrews 12, like you have to run your race and you have to throw off all the sin that easily entangles. And so your first book, this is your second book. So your first Mm -hmm. book was, talk about that a little bit because I haven't read that one yet. Yeah, so that one is, so it's called How to Stop and it's basically how to, basically it's an equipment of how to stop like with sexual sin and that Mm -hmm. encompasses like pornography or masturbation or just any honestly lustful thoughts. Or if you have people in your life that are struggling, it's a good resource for people just to like be knowledgeable about Mm. what these people go through 
um, because truthfully, if we were really honest, well over 80% of people struggle with sexual sin within their life. And it's such a quote unquote taboo topic. Mm-hmm. And it really shouldn't be like, because it's something that so many people struggle with. So yeah, I just kind of lay that out and I equip people on how to go about stopping within sexual sin and what the truth in all of it is. And yeah. That's so awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely going to have to do some reading on that. I'm really excited. And and thank you for being so honest about that because I truly feel like it's one of the biggest problems that we just don't talk about. And even when we do talk about it, we don't talk about it enough. And without the mask, I'm really pumped. And I'm so thankful that you just tackle that. You're so awesome. Thanks. You are too. <laughs> but I have a question for you. Yes. Rachel, ooh, take a sip of that coffee. Yes, girl, mm-hmm. coffee with Rach. What would you like to see less of and what would you like to see more of on social media? Oh, man. We're going to be here for another three hours. Um, <laughs> good, good question. Okay, so what I would like to see less of is, honestly, I hate all the trends. I hate the whole Visco girl thing. I hate the whole... <laughs> Like, I think it's e-girl or whatever. I just, I hate that social media promotes clicks and especially within like young, young, like tweens, like before even going into like your teenage years. This is what I put in the book as well. But like these girls, like these young girls, we're all impressionable. Like it doesn't matter if you're 10 or 22, like you're impressionable. We're all impressionable. But like, these girls who don't know anything about the world, like the real world, mm. they're getting a glimpse into the real world that is masked, that is filtered, that is clicked into this is who I'm called to be. This is even TikTok of like these girls are watching these videos of beautiful with tons of makeup and tons of X, Y, and Z girls doing these dances that are so provocative and mm-hmm. taking pictures that are so provocative in their mind that is what they're renewing their mind of that's the way like this is the way that I am to act I hate that social media has such an influence on the way that we think about the world the way that we think about ourselves and so I think I'd love to see less trends because in trends people are trying to find their identity and kind of hide themselves in the trend which is so interesting because like you and I were talking about, like we're supposed to hide ourselves in Jesus and be our own individual person in Jesus. Mm-hmm. And so when we're trying to find ourselves in a trend, in a TikTok, like in the renegade TikTok, we're trying, <laughs> we're trying to kind of blend in and like hide ourselves in what society is doing so that maybe people will think of us as cool or as up to date or whatever. But instead, like Colossians talks about how we're called to be hidden in Jesus because we are born with Jesus. Yeah, so not sure if that fully makes sense. I have a lot of thoughts on what I'd like to see less. Yeah. But I don't know. I think as, as Christians and people who follow Christ and have relationships with Christ, I would like to see less of us following in those trends and being set apart and like a city on a hill like we're called to be. and um, yeah. So what I'd like to see more of is just more authenticity and more 
I don't even know about seeing more vulnerability because I don't think everyone is called to have a social media, like talking about the Lord and like, I think we should all talk about the Lord, but like for me, for instance, like I don't, I don't ever advise people to share their deepest, darkest sins on social media and you don't even have to do long captions or anything, but like, I'd like to see more authenticity and people living for the Lord, clearly reflecting that on their social media and however they want to do that in whatever creative way that they want to do that. Mm-hmm. Social media isn't going away anytime soon. It's only going to intensify. And so we need to learn how to steward it and not have social media as our life, but have Jesus as our life. That's really good. Both of those things, I literally say yes and amen to because <laughs> I had TikTok for a couple weeks because I, I posted one video of my brother and he was like, Rachel is so silly. He, he was like, it was the first week of online classes, you know? And so my brother was sitting in his room and I like walked in and he had his blue morph suit on that covered his face. And he had like his little wig on and he was in an online class. And I happened to video it right when the teacher was like, Tanner, you're so distracting. And like everyone started laughing because he's like being funny. So I posted it on the internet, not thinking anything of it. And within like four or five days, it had like 150,000 views or whatever. And it's like a six second video. And I just thought it was the funniest thing ever. I was like, this is incredible. We could have so much fun with this. But then after a while, I was like, okay, this is very, very, I hate this word, but it was kind of stupid. I was like, I need to delete (laughs) this right now because watching all of those like dances and stuff, it literally like hurts your brain and it hurts your heart. Matthew 6, right before it talks about my favorite thing where it talks about the birds and it talks about um, just seek first the kingdom of God. Like before that, it says that the eyes are the light into the body. And if the eyes are healthy, the whole body is healthy. And so I think this is just the best compliment I could give someone. And I got to give it to you because it's just so true. But Rachel, you have very healthy eyes. And I can tell that your eyes are fixed on him and that you're reading his word and that you like what you should do to people is just hold up a mirror and just show them who that they are in the Lord. And you do that and you have such healthy eyes. And so thank you for protecting them and for mm-hmm. seeking versus kingdom, because that's something that I just, I just pray that I can do is just renew, renew my eyes on him and just to hide in him. And I know that that's like your big thing. And you are doing that. And so, uh, yes, less trends, more truth in Jesus. Yes. Thank you. That's so good. Every time I talk to you, I'm just like blown with like so much affirmation. I'm like, oh, I feel so loved. You should feel loved because you are a queen. And y'all, Rachel has this cute pink wall behind her. And I just am living for it because her room is just so cute. And one day we're going to have a sleepover. We already know. We're going to watch Monsters University mm-hmm. and have uh, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. <laughs> and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> and Chick-fil-A. This is so exciting. I feel like we're already kind of having a sleepover here. Like my computer's just on my couch in my room. No biggie. <laughs> no biggie. But you know what is a big deal, Rachel? Hmm. This ebook. And I think our friends that are listening right now would really enjoy your ebook. I think they would too. I think everyone would. I think so. So where could we tell them to go buy this book? 
Okay, so you can just go to my Instagram and which is Coffee with Rach, obviously. And you can go to the link in my bio and then go to resources. And that's where you'll find my two books and then some stickers also. But those Ooh. are where like the two ebooks are. Ooh. Well, okay. Everyone needs to go to Coffee with Rach. Uh, first of all, hit that follow button because we <laughs> love the fire that this queen just breathes through the Holy Spirit. Um, and then you need to, you know, get you some stickers, put them on your cute little water bottle or your computer screen. Not the screen. Don't put it on the screen. <laughs> the screen. <laughs> oh, man. Put it on the, the little front case thing. Um, and then you can get your book. And Rachel, did you say something about a a little discount code for all of our pals listening? I did. I did. So you can use the code podcast20 for 20% off. Ooh! Which is exciting because I don't I don't think I've ever done a discount code. I have never thought to do it, but so if you were listening and you're like Oh, I really need that. I would just love to learn and seek the Lord in this. You can use that code for 20% off. Mm. Yes. This is so exciting. I'm so honored that you're sharing this book with us. It Rachel. Is my honor. You're just amazing. Thank you for being so honest and so fun and just so authentic. I've had so much fun with you today. It's so fun. Thank you for having me. I'm so, so honored and humbled. We'll have to do it again soon. We will. Bye. We will. Bye.